You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and this is my conversation with a fellow called Liam Bray. He's a member of the band from Brisbane called Leichhardt. The reason for the conversation is to promote Leichhardt's newish LP called Gateway Nights. Let's have a listen to what Liam has to say. Here we go. I am Andy Mackay-Smith calling. How are you? I'm well. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm very good. I'm very good. I've been looking forward to our chat because uh, Lee has certainly been giving you guys a bit of a good, bit of a good leg up. Oh well, that's good. That's good to hear, old Leroy. <laughs> How do you guys know mate, each other? Oh, oh mate, uh, we used to work together at Woolies back in the back in the dark old ages. In the oh, geez, it must have been in the I don't know the mid nineties, late nineties or something. I think. When I was a wee whippersnapper. Yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't it? And you guys have been going, he tells me, this is your first album that you've released. Yeah. You guys have been going for about 15 years or so, or possibly longer. But, mate, I think we started in 2002. Yeah, 2003. Somewhere around that mark. Sean and I first got together. We were both playing in different bands and had some mutual mates. Uh, in Halfway um, and got together that way just sharing uh, a few beers back, yeah, it must have been about 02, 03, somewhere around that Yeah, gotcha, so, so you certainly played all exactly, of the venues We're, we're not exactly a hard-working band <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but maybe that's a secret to career longevity there, maybe you've, maybe that's the elixir Yeah, quite quite possibly Quite possibly. I think it's a pretty good effort that we're all still speaking to each other, to be honest. Well, Lee might have mentioned I'm a musician, and I can tell you, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's bloody hard in bands. I mean, the personalities that get involved. I don't know. I don't think it's specific to musicians, right? It's a human thing, right? Yeah, it is a human thing, yeah. You're, you're yeah. in closer quarters, but the problem is you're in closer quarters when you're in a band. So, yeah, so yeah, the differences yeah. can become exacerbated. That's been my experience. They do, they do. and um, But it's been a pretty cool you know, 15 years or whatever, you know, we've just, um, we haven't tried to do anything that, you know, or try to be anything we're not, you know what I mean? We're never doing it to try to make a record or to do, we just did it because we wanted to hang out and have a few beers and um, we all shared a a, a sort of loose sort of, um, uh, you know, musical sort of appreciation, if you know what I mean. Um, and we just kept rehearsing and kept writing songs and getting a few gigs here and there. And we sort of never, you know, we, we you know, we never said we we're going to be bigger than the Beatles to, to you know, quote unquote. Um, yeah. So ah, it's been a lot of fun. That's for sure. Well, let's talk about yeah. the album because look, I'm a, I'm a local. Uh, so this photo yep. has a lot of significance to me. That's on the front cover of your album. It's called yes. Gate, Gateway yep. Nights, of course. So, what's the significance of the bridge and indeed the photo to music? Yeah, well, um, I mean, the album's called Gateway Nights, and that's the you know there's a track called Gateway Nights, and and that's a song um, Sean uh, wrote the lyrics to the singer, uh, which is just telling a story about when he used to live in Rocky and used to drive back down to Brisbane to see his family and stuff. And it's, um, he grew up when he was back in Brisbane, he grew up over on that sort of Eastern side of town and has always lived over that part of the world. So it's, it's pretty much just a story of him sort of coming in and out of town and, um, a bit of, uh, 
uh, what's the what's the word? You know, just um, yeah, a bit of nostalgia, I yeah. suppose, attached. to Nostalgia—that's the word yeah. I was looking for. Sorry, yeah, that's all good. Yeah, yeah, a bit of nostalgia around there, and um, you know, um, then they built another one, and there's a line. You know, they built, <laughs> there's a line in the song about they build another one right beside it. So, um, yeah, that's so. There's that, um, and and plus just that whole sort of Brisbane thing. You know, we're all from Brisbane. You know, we've always played in Brisbane, worked in Brisbane. Um, Brisbane, you know, gets ragged on a fair bit, but it's not a bad little city to live in and grow up in, you know. Um, and then, um, you know, I always had the idea of um, a sort of photo of um, us down by the by the bridge, sort of. And um, originally we did, it, did a photo shoot during the day and then sort of Sean said, well... Why the bloody hell have we got a daytime shot of the bridge when the album's called Gateway Nights? And you know, um, <laughs> so Steve um, Steve Booth, who did did the photography and everything, sort of said, "Yeah, that's a pretty good point." <laughs> um, so he tried a bit of um, Photoshoppy sort of trickery at first, and it just didn't quite sort of like it looked really cool, but it wasn't uh, sort of what you know what we sort of wanted and then he went back and took that that sort of great shot um you know at night one one night there under under the under the bridges there so yeah it's 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 come up pretty well you know well i for one had no idea because i've never been under it that there were those colored lights those nice colored lights underneath and and you're right you go neither did i neither did i (laughs) Yeah. There they are, though. And look, the story you just shared there about your singer and lyricist Echo is my, my experience, too, because, look, I've spent, I don't know how many times I've traversed over the bridge, but I, I've traveled God knows how many times between the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I've lived and worked in both locations, and the bridge was always, uh, you know, I don't know how to describe it, but it felt like as though. It's rite of passage. I don't know. I don't. That doesn't quite describe it. But you always. It was an anticipation of where you were going to or coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that song, you know, Gateway Nights, is a bit of that. You know, it's a bit of that nostalgic sort of where are we going or where have we come from? You know what I mean? And yeah, I think I, I think I know what you mean there. Yeah. Yeah. It was if I was if I was coming, depending on I live closer to it. We live on the northern Gold Coast. We've got a place on the Sunshine Coast, though, and I've worked a lot in both locations, as I said. So when I was driving back from the sunny coast, it meant that it was only 40 minutes or so to go before I could grab a beer yeah. with Jack Daniels. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, exactly what you mean. And yeah. when I was going north, it always meant, well, you're getting ready to go to work. Then I used yeah. to be able to time it and make my phone calls, of course, in my hands-free kit in the car, yeah. you know, all of this yeah. sort of stuff. So the yeah. bridge is just a reference point for me, and I, I always yeah. love shooting left um, – or right, depending which way I was driving, of course, but just looking at the city yeah. nightscape at night, exactly yeah. at, in the yeah. evening, because Brisbane is a beautiful city and it doesn't get its just you. I know yeah. people down south sort of think we're hicks or what have you, but yeah. you know, it's yeah. a beautiful city, it's an evolving city and growing city, and if you spent a long time here, it's a city that starts to open up to you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I agree. The, the album, the sounds on the album... Now, I was trying yep. to think of some musical references, and I came up with two, so bear with me. I could be completely yeah, off the yeah. mark, but I love doing this, okay? So yep. I came up with some of the more upbeat moments from the drones, but then the yep. other other yep. reference I got was the go-betweens. 
Oh, okay. Okay, so so not just because they're a Brisbane band, it could just it could be a yeah. bit of that seeping into my consciousness, and I know how you yeah, know, yeah, we love yeah, the go-betweens yeah. here in Brisbane. We've even got a bridge named after them in our city, right? Yeah, but, true. But yeah. Um, I, I found particularly Catalan Kane in that sort of lo-fi, laid-back aspect of their sound. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Grant McLennan, I think his name was the when the way yeah. he wrote songs. It was that laid-back nature and. You guys, I haven't dived deep into the lyrics because I've, I've been listening to the album over Bandcamp, so I haven't been able to listen to it yeah. in the car and that sort of thing. But yeah. what I've been able to do is come up with those two musical, uh, those signposts, if you like. So am I on point there or am I a bit far um, away from Oh, look, no, I think, I, think it's, I think it's sort of relatively close to the mark. Um, you know, none of us are sort of massive sort of go-between sort of... Um, train spotters or anything like that you know they're they're kind of one of those bands that everyone sort of does sort of reference like you know i never saw them live i think i've got i think i've got an album one album of theirs i think it's a i think it's a best of you know um and the drones certainly were a band that we all sort of you know around that same time we sort of you know heard on the radio and probably saw a couple of gigs um so it's probably not far off the mark um like I said, we probably um, we all sort of have a pretty loose sort of um, similar sort of taste in music, which will probably you know it's pretty cliche, but stems back from a lot of the old stuff that the you know all our folks were listening to you know when we were growing up. So we've all got pretty good record collections that have most probably been handed down by the by the by the oldies, you know. Um, so you know bands, you know, we're just bands like, like I always use like probably like band like CCR as a as a bit of a uh-huh. okay you know gotcha. just, yep. just you know like I can it's hear not that. Cool to say that it's it's not cool to say that you know it's it's a lot cooler to say uh an indie indie some sort of indie band or something but you know what I mean just that that easy sort of um you know rock and roll that's you know sort of easy to listen to um I know, I know what you mean though with that sort of um you know, easy sort of feel, well, carefree sort of feel. Yeah, it was know? that. It was. It's actually. A, a, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna call it as I see it. It's actually a bit of a Brisbane sound you've got. And I'm gonna take that as a compliment, please. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're a resident, you've grown up here. But you know, the other band that I was thinking of is Beasts of Bourbon. You know, and oh, okay. yeah. so and they're a Brisbane band, of course. And so you've got this. You know, it's the an average person would go, that sounds like country music. But if you yeah. understand the three bands that I've mentioned and the way that yeah. they lean into some of the more country elements of rock and roll, that's where you guys are coming yeah. from. That's what it sounds yeah, like to that, me. Yeah, that's, mate, that's pretty, you know, yeah, I think that's pretty pretty spot on, you know. We just, to be honest, like um, I remember playing a gig years and years ago, um, not far after we first started, and we were playing up at the Troubadour. And um, we are playing with a band from South Australia or something like that. And they're like, oh, you know, that was a good set. You know, we we thought you guys sounded like The Replacements. Well, I had to go back and find out more about The Replacements because, to be honest, I didn't really know, who, you know, didn't know much about them. And um, so it's sort of, it's interesting how different people hear different things and um, get different things out of the sounds and and that, but... Um, yeah, it's always yeah. in the ear of the beholder, really, isn't it? You know, it's... Yeah, 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 yeah. But certainly we... Um, yeah, like, like most of the songs, I sort of write music and then a couple of the other fellows do a couple as well and Sean writes most of the lyrics, you know, so it's sort of... 
yeah, there's no sort of set formula, but you know, just sort of whatever works on the in the in the rehearsal room, you know. And I, I particularly like the fact that you've offered the album on vinyl, on 180 gram yes. vinyl. I think that's really important because, again, I think your music is is you know, referencing all of those bands again. It's yeah. music that is really suited to that medium there. And I know people go, oh, you're just being an edgelord, you know, it sounds yeah, the yeah, same yeah. on an MP3 or FLAC or whatever. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, it doesn't. It sounds yeah. very different if, you, if you're if you attuned to it. You've got to be attuned to it yeah. and let it... Yeah, it's... I agree. And and that was a big thing that I wanted to do. You know, we've been playing in this band for, you know, like, like I said, 15 years or so. Um, we've all got record players I think most of us do you know we've all got a record collection I um I had an uncle that I didn't really know but he played in a band back in the 70s and stuff and I love the fact that there's a there's vinyl out of his band you know what I mean so I sort of I I pushed pretty hard for us to to do the vinyl um you know there's going to be a lot of vinyl sitting around in our houses for the next 50 years you know because we're not (laughs) we're not exactly uh selling it like bloody hotcakes but um it was something that i really wanted to do and um most oh to be honest we all wanted to do just to have that um you know in this in this say it would have been easy just to do the whole just digital people can download it if they want um you know spotify all that sort of stuff but i think there's still something really cool about and even the cd um holding that flipping through the um the liner notes you know, not that they're not that they're a huge part of this album, but you know, just having those little things and in, in the vinyl, um, I'll have to give you a copy. You got a record player? You got a record player? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I love I'll have it. To get yeah. you a copy. I'll have to get you um, details and and I'll send you down a copy. And you know, just even the um, insert for the um, vinyl is just one side, just you know, liner notes and a few things, and then the other side's just a whole collage of different photos of us, you know, rehearsing, recording a few old ones back in the day, you know, and I think there's something still really cool about actually having that um, physical product, you know. The other the other it thing sort of too makes is... It sort of makes it more real or something in a way. Oh, and it does, and it's a way of relating to people. And what I mean by that is I've got two young girls and both underneath the age of five, and we get into cassettes together as well as at records, yeah. LPs. So... What yeah. I do is I, I get them, it's actually a participating thing because if you've got kids, mate, you'll know it's bloody hard to get yeah. them away from screens and devices. Let me tell yeah. you, it's almost, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say it's impossible, yeah. but you're fighting a losing battle a lot of the time. And yeah. I'm trying to yeah. get them to understand, okay, they've got, they got two cassette players and one cassette player in their bedroom each, and yeah. they, they pick which tape goes on when they're going to sleep, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and with vinyl, it's like, okay, what do you want to listen to? And they're, they're, they're fascinated by the album cover art. You know, yeah, and exactly yeah. what you've picked up here is really important. I'm really appreciate the fact that you know I can grab a copy actually because you know yeah. they travel over the bridge with me all the time. So yeah. this is an album cover that has something that's relative to their lives. Yeah, and that's yeah. what that's what yeah. music is about. It should be all encompassing. It shouldn't just be this disposable thing. That's you know, not I'm not saying it always has to be that way, but I think if you're a musician and you really like to get into music, yeah. you want to have the option of it being something that's you can touch, hold, and feel, and you can look at too. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and and you know the same thing. I got I got two little boys. I got two boys, two under three, but we have like little music sessions where I like on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, I'll you know, I'll put a record on. Even Thomas, when he was first born, he was like eight weeks. Or something we'd sit, we'd lie in the lounge room. I'd put on 
you know, Led Zeppelin record or a Beatles record or Bob Dylan or whatever, you know, you and my or Oasis and talk to him, you know, and listen to it. And not that he, at six weeks old or 10 weeks old or one year or two years old, understands what's going on, but just um, exposing them pretty much like I was. You know what I mean? Like I... Like my earliest memories, you know, I listened to Dad's record player, Mum's cassettes, you know, those sorts of things, you know. Great, yeah, sounds um, like AM, yeah. AM, AM radio, you know. Um, so trying to get that, you know, for the kids, you know, or, you know, they might not grow up being into music or that, but just giving them that exposure to different things, like you said, not just um, ABC Kids and Peppa Pig, you know. <laughs> And um, uh, and a Kinder Surprise Eggs unwrapping on YouTube. Yeah, there's yeah, there's so much yeah. crap out there these days that that they're exposed to. And look, I, I do get concerned about the impact of social media, not particularly on my life because I've got discipline around it, but around the kids' lives. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. so many instances where kids have fallen into all sorts of strife because of social media, and it's just a way of giving them options to be entertained away from bloody screens as well. Uh, yeah, it's a really yeah. pertinent way of looking at it too. So, anyway, yeah. I'll um I'll, I'll diverge topics and I'll say uh, I'll ask this question: the band's name. I'm fascinated by it because my team is the Tigers, and of course, Leichhardt Oval's down there in Sydney. So, yeah, yeah. Is, is it a reference to that potentially? Well, or? it's funny. You sh- it's funny you should say that because I'm the biggest one-eyed domain t- supporter, and obviously now West Tigers supporter. Um, but as a kid, just mad, mad one-eyed domain supporter. Uh, you know, growing up in the 80s, Gary Jack, Betty Elias, you know, Blocker, all yep. those guys. Um, but it's not actually a reference to, well, I didn't come up with the name. Sean came up with the name. Um, and he tells me it isn't a direct reference to Leichhardt, Leichhardt Oval. It's just more the the story about Leichhardt the Explorer and um, his sort of ill-fated sort of journey through Queensland and what it opened up and... Um, kind of links in with the sort of album title as well and that sort of whole feel and, uh, you know, the fact I think there's part of the story with him that when he went on that final expedition, he, he didn't have enough certain supplies, but he had some ridiculous amount of rum, you know, or something you know, like didn't take certain things that he really needed but had, a, had an absolute bucket full of rum. Sounds like a typical uh, Queenslander though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the fact that, you know, that they opened up more of Queensland in, in the search for Leichhardt than... You know, that, but yeah, so that's sort of where I think Sean got the idea from and um, wanted a sort of non-the band, you know, and that was sort of, you know, like 2002, 03, you know, there was all those, you know, the Strokes and, uh, you know, there was a few others around that time, you know, so that sort of one word um, band name sort of struck and, yeah, it just stuck. It's a great name. So, yeah, it's um it, it is a good name. It is a good name, uh, especially when people spell it wrong because they miss the double H, you know. <laughs> I did the same thing. It took me a few goes to find you on Facebook, but yeah, when I when I went and looked at it and thought it's not yeah. like the suburb name or the 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 um oval name in Sydney. It's it's the real the guy's name. Yeah, and then I got yeah. and found it. So, yeah, yeah. but that's that's a, yeah, yeah, it's a great story actually. And and it's nice that yeah. you've got that association with it yourself. Yeah, 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 it's a cool story, you know, Leichhardt and all that. So, um, and there's, you know, there's a subtle reference there to the Mighty Tigers as well. You know, I, I can claim that. <laughs> so, mate, when can we watch you play and perform? Uh, we haven't got much on at the moment. Um, there's a couple of things coming up later in the year, a couple of support things that haven't been announced officially. Um, but there's that's going to be pretty good from when we can 
when that's officially announced. So at the moment, there's not too much on the short-term horizon, unfortunately. We, if we could have done this uh, or should have done this a week ago, we played at Rick's on the weekend. I've seen the photos. How would you go at old Rick's? So that, yeah, mate. Oh, look, you know, I, it's... It's 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 perfect for a band like us, mate. You know, you get twenty or thirty, you know, friends and family down there having a few beers and a good time. You know, um, now it was really good actually. It was probably the one of the better gigs we played at Ricks because it's you know it's a lot different to the sort of Ricks that it, you know back in the not well, it's different to, from you know, back in my years day. ago. Well, that's that's true though. I mean, fifteen, you know, even oh god, you know, you know that fifteen year ago period probably at our prime of going out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's being you're a musician, I'm a musician, but I play covers, so quite often us on stage will be the oldest people in the room by about 10 years. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's you sort of think, shit, not, not that it's a young person's game doing this going out thing, yeah. but the valley in general, it's not that it's changed, it's just that you get older and the demographic seems to be getting younger and younger that's going out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, I think the valley has changed, and I don't necessarily think it's changed for the better. But I don't want to sound like one of those crazy old men. But um, no, we had a good gig the other night. Actually, it's uh, we actually worked a bit hard leading up to it for once in our life, and actually did some did a couple of proper proper rehearsals leading up to it. So um, we we're playing pretty, you know, played pretty well actually, and um, gave a gave a new song a uh, a bit of a, a bit of a going over. So um, we got. So at the moment, basically, I'm just writing. Uh, we're trying to rehearse to try to basically get a few new songs going um, for later in the year, basically, yeah. Okay, sweet. So yeah. for people listening, how can they get in touch with you and find your music? Uh, probably the easiest way is just to jump on the old Facebook and uh, I think if you just put in Leichhardt with the double H, um, you should find us there. And... Um, but you can just Google it, and I think it's for sale. The album's for sale through um, Plus One. You know, um, their Sonic um, Records, Sonic Sherpa. Okay. Sorry, yep. You know, it's um, Stone's Corner there, the record shop. Oh, Simon. Well, you, sorry, yeah, you're talking about the physical copy. Yes, cool. Yep, yeah, yep. physical copies, you can get that, you know, because Simon put it out, helped us out. Simon helped us out there at Plus One, so he's got a few, but probably the easiest way is just Facebook, you know. Um and then get in contact there and there's a few photos and I think a couple of live clips and things like that. And, um, yeah, that's probably the easiest way. Cool. Interestingly, uh, it might be interesting for you to know, actually, most of my listenership is in North America. Um, so that's oh, okay. I'm, I'm very keen, especially I rarely – God, man, I think I can tell you I can count on one hand. I've, I've done almost 300 interviews at this point and on one hand I can tell you is the amount of bands that I've spoken to that are from, from where, Brisbane, from where I'm from. You know, oh, and right. it's – it's incredible the way things have worked out, but it's just, I know yeah. they're out there, believe me, and big champion yeah. bands from our part of the world, you know, Sunshine Coast, Brisbane and Gold Coast bands, uh, well, all Queensland bands, but it's its just rare that the opportunity comes up, so it's always a thrill, mate. No, very good, very good. Excellent. Cool. All right, well, that's it. You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my conversation with Liam Bray, a member of the band from Brisbane called Leichhardt. Thank you so much for listening.